Looking out from an attic window one Christmas, close to Oslo, over a wintry lake under the stars, I was thinking about how this terrible beauty is so profoundly reflected in the northern lights, or aurora borealis, which, having grown up in the southern part of the country, I've only seen once or twice in my life. It's one of the most beautiful natural phenomena I've ever witnessed, and has such a powerful electric quality that must have been both mesmerizing and terrifying to people in the past, when no one knew what it was, and when much superstition was attached to these experiences. Ola Yelo's thoughts about his Northern Lights for a cappella chorus. It gives the National Philharmonic's next concert its name. Mr. Yelo will join the National Philharmonic Chorale, String Quartet, Strathmore Children's Chorus, and Montgomery College Chorus, and conductor Stan Engebretsen for four of Yelo's compositions. Also on the program is the Jim and Carol Trywick composer-in-residence Alistair Coleman. He will be the pianist in the premiere of his I Wandered Lonely as a Cloud. Hello, I'm Marilyn Cooley, with this introduction to the National Philharmonic's Northern Lights Choral Concert at Strathmore on Saturday, April 28th. The first half of the concert is music from the all-night vigil for a cappella choir by Sergei Rachmaninoff. This extensive work has 15 sections, all written over a period of just two weeks in early 1915. Although Rachmaninoff was not a churchgoer, the music of the Russian Orthodox Church had always impressed him. In ten of the fifteen movements, he uses ancient chants as inspiration. For the remaining five, he created what he called his own counterfeit chants. In the Northern Lights concert, there will be eight of the fifteen sections sung, starting with the opening section, Come Let Us Worship. Next is number three, Blessed is the Man, in which the text, from the first and second psalms, features Alleluia interspersed throughout. Next, the fifth section, Nunc Dimittis, was the composer's favorite section. He asked that it be performed at his funeral. The ending of this movement requires the basses to end on B-flat three octaves below middle C, the famous basso profundo sound of traditional Russian choral music, and the score calls for a very quiet ending. The sixth movement, Ave Maria, starts and ends quietly with a passionate surge of sound in the middle. It's probably the best-known section of the piece, often performed in Christmas concerts.
In the seventh movement, Glory Be to God, Rachmaninoff layers the voices in imitation of traditional bell ringing. The eighth movement features the altos and basses in the chant theme, with sopranos and tenors providing a much lighter kind of decorative function. This is Praise Be to the Name of the Lord, with many alleluias. Following the twelfth movement, the great doxology, the vigil concludes with a hymn from the Feast of the Annunciation, O Queen Victorious. Although it's a triumphant hymn, Rachmaninoff returns to the intimacy of personal devotion and ends on a quiet note. Nineteen-year-old Alistair Coleman of Bethesda is the youngest composer ever to be published by E.C. Shermer. He first heard the National Philharmonic when he was a second grader in one of the National Philharmonic's free concerts for Montgomery County elementary students. A few years later, they commissioned his Of Radiance and Light for chorus, brass, organ, and percussion, which was premiered in November 2016. Coleman, now a student at the Juilliard School, was commissioned a second time by the National Philharmonic, where he is now the composer-in-residence, and will be hearing his music in this concert. It's a setting of William Wordsworth's I Wandered Lonely as a Cloud for choir, children's chorus, piano, and strings, and the composer will be the pianist for the performance. Coleman says he finds the text both intimate and expansive, and in this setting, he intended to portray the speaker's unity with nature. And Coleman's looking forward to being a performer in the premiere as well. This concert will be a wealth of composer participation. The Norwegian composer Ola Jelo will also be on hand to be the pianist in part of the concert. Four of his works are on the program, from 2010, Dark Night of the Soul opens with a Philip Glass-like perpetual motion motive in the piano and strings, with the voices providing a descant-like function. This motive alternates with slower, more contemplative sections, all on a text by St. John of the Cross. 
The 2012 sequel to this music is Luminous Night of the Soul. Both pieces reflect the composer's wish to feature the piano more prominently in his choral music. It's a great privilege to have Yelo at the piano himself for this performance. In fact, his recorded music includes quite a bit of his solo piano work. Northern Lights is for chorus alone, and the text is Pulcra es Amica Mea from the Old Testament. Yellow was inspired to write this music by the mesmerizing beauty of the Aurora Borealis. Piano and string quartet rejoin the chorus for The Ground, adapted from a section of Yellow's Sunrise Mass. Stan Engebretson conducts the National Philharmonic's choral concert, Northern Lights, on April 28th, featuring composers Ola Yelo and Alistair Coleman, and the National Philharmonic Chorale, the Strathmore Children's Choir, and Montgomery College Chorus. Also on the program, selections from Rachmaninoff's All Night Vigil. There's more information at nationalphilharmonic.org. I'm Marilyn Cooley with this introduction to the National Philharmonic's Northern Lights. <laughs>